Good morning, everybody. I'm just excited to be here this morning. And, whew, you know, as a saints, we can continue worshiping this morning and just honor Him. What I love about worship is that no matter what we're going through, the Lord says when we praise Him, when we worship Him, He inhabits the praises of His people. No matter what it is you're going through, He will inhabit you. You praise Him. You come before Him. Sing a song before Him. He will inhabit you. Amen. Praise God for that. Bring you greetings from every nation. We just playing for those of my name is Mark. I, am, I have the privilege of being the pastor out uh, at every nation. We just playing. But the, the key here is that for those who don't know, this is my home base. We planted Mitchell Plain out of this church. And many of you know me because I've been with you way back. And so it's, for me, it's like coming home. I always get nervous when I come to every to Kefda. I promise you, because it's like coming home. And like now, I'm telling you, I'm telling you to, you know, I've been preaching for so long, baby, but I'm telling the butterflies, information, please. Information, because I'm really quite anxious and nervous when I'm here. And so this morning, I'm just honored to bring and continue with the theme of a song for Christmas. And I'll be preaching on, oh, come, all you faithful. And I haven't got much time to preach, and so I'm going to just try to just look at my notes now and then and just allow God and the Holy Spirit to move this morning. But this morning, I want to just, when I thought, oh, come, only faithful. I grew up as an Anglican. So these are the things we sing. Well, I mean, I'm all singing, but these are the hymns we sing Christmas time. And as a young person, I don't know if you experienced the same, but as a young person, I always think that actually on the day of Jesus was born, they sang that song. Away in the manger, I thought that on the day he was born, that actually those songs were saying. So I really believe it was part of the day of the, of the manger. I was getting old, I really. But I would want to, if you would allow me to this morning, not preach on the song because of the fact that it's a nativity song, but because there's something in that words of that song that God has moved in my heart, and I'd like to share with you this morning. And I hope this morning, as it touched my life, that there is something that God has for you and I in terms of who we are. So I'm not going to preach about what happened on the day of the birth. I'm going to talk about something in that song that has really meant something significant for me, and I'm trusting it will do for you as well. And so the word says, O come, all ye faithful, joyful, and triumphant. O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. O come and behold him, born the king of angels. O come, let us adore him. Father, we just come this morning. We pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, God, this morning that you will speak to our hearts, Father. We thank you for a fresh anointing this morning. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for a fresh move this morning. I pray in the name of Jesus, Father, even as I speak, it will not be my own understanding. It will flow from your throne this morning. Speak to us this morning, God. We've come this morning. Let us leave this morning a different person than what we came. In Jesus' name, the church of God says, Amen. The church of God says, Amen. Praise God. Don't be scared to say amen. You won't catch the virus if you say amen. Praise God. So, the first verse says, Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful, and triumphant. So, when I looked at that first verse, the first second, the first word said, Oh, come. Now, I remember, for those who know my life, I was really living a much rejected life when I was a young boy. 
So whenever someone said to me, oh, come, it had such a major meaning to me. It was so invitational. Nobody really said to me, come. Nobody really said to me in the home, even with my siblings, come, we're going somewhere. I was always left out and left behind. So sometimes these words like, come with us. Words like, come. By after, come by after you've dropped off from work, when you finish work. Or something like, come, have lunch with us. Or come, join the party. Or come see. Or just come. Isn't those words to me just gives the feel of an invitation. That all of a sudden there's something that inside me say, wow, I feel wanted, I feel connected. And so as this, the, song is, uh, the, song is, the song is right, oh come, holy faithful, he is really making the song an invitational song. He is calling us to come. But here's the question that I really pondered upon myself with this line. It says, oh come, all ye faithful, joyful, and triumphant. So I asked myself, okay, so, okay, so he's doing the invitation. So who is he calling? Who is he inviting? He's inviting, listen to this. He's inviting, oh come, all ye faithful. He's inviting all ye joyful. He's inviting all ye triumphant. Because I just thought it was, oh come, all ye faithful, joyful, triumphant. But actually he's calling those who are faithful, those who are joyful, and those who are triumphant. Now when I saw that, I sort of asked myself a question. Okay, now wait a minute. Do I really qualify for this cup invitation? Do I really qualify for being invited? And so the first question I want to ask ourselves, and this is what I asked myself this morning. Have I always been faithful? Do I qualify for this invite to come see this baby, to come meet this baby? Have I really been faithful? Because maybe this invitation is not for me. And even though we know that God is a faithful God, there were and maybe are times when we waver in our faith. I don't know about you, but there are times when I wrestle. There are times when I doubt. I'm speaking, I'm being transparent with you. And sometimes when I'm going through challenges and even this year of lockdown and things started, curveballs were coming and you're not sure, Lord, do I step in faith or do, or do I step against this thing because I'm not sure and so sometimes I'm just giving up. And what do we say sometimes? It is what it is. It's happening. And yet God is saying, I need to have faith. And sometimes we don't really waver. So am I really the faithful person? And when times are tough, and we're not faithful. Here's the thing. We try to resolve things in our own strength. We do things ourselves, even though things are not going well. And God said, I, I'm a faithful God. I need you to be faithful. And we say, God, but I can't. I've got to do something about this. And God said, trust me. No, God, I've got to do something about this. And if you're the kind of person I am, that's a very resourceful person, we'll find any place and any way to solve my problem. I've got connection with finances. I've got connection with people. And I can solve my problem. God said, that's it the faith I want from you. I want you to step in and believe in me. And so when we go through these kind of challenges, the question is, am I a faithful person? We have our moments. Oh, come, all you faithful. That's the invitation to those who are faithful. So maybe we have a question there. Well, I have a question there. 
Am I invited? I'm not going to leave it there. I'm just putting the thought in your head. The second point is, have I always been joyful? Because if not, maybe the invitation is not for us. I know the book of James encourages us to take to, to, to count it all joy. But I always say to James, are you mad? How can you tell me to count it all joy when I must face these trials and tribulations? Something is not right in this process here. It can't be. How can you tell me to, to, to count it all joy when I'm facing all these challenges in my life? Reality is that the challenges are real in our lives. And so we need to understand that maybe this year, your joy has been challenged because of what happened in the 2020. I don't know what Christmas is going to mean to you. I don't know if Christmas is going to bring sadness because there's somebody or some people that will not be with you at Christmas time because of 2020. There are some people that cannot be with you in Christmas because of lockdown. But maybe there's, maybe there's jobs, there's no income. You cannot do what you normally do every year with your family because of circumstances. And you tell me, man, I know the Bible says I must have joy, but it's difficult. Oh, come, oh, triumphant. Have I always been triumphant? Because if not, then the invite is maybe not for us to come and enjoy this baby in swaddling clothes. Have you ever at times, maybe that's me, not you, at times when things are really so, so bad that you feel that you failed? You feel like a failure. I'm going to tell you, I might be a pastor, but I'm a father and I'm a, a husband. And there were times in those know my life where it was going really brusquier. I think brusquier is still a nice word. I wasn't concerned with the fact I didn't have money for my family. I was more concerned with the fact that I was failing my family. And it brought me down to tears because I was failing as the father. And I was failing as the husband, as the provider in the house. Circumstances does take away your triumphant moments because you feel that you failed. And maybe this morning there's things happening in your life where you felt you failed or you are failing. You cannot be triumphant, cannot be part of you. Maybe you have set out some dream in the beginning of 2020 and because of all the curveballs, it just didn't happen. Maybe it even took you to a worse place when you started 2020 because of the decision you made. And you feel, I cannot, I cannot be feeling this triumph. I cannot be feeling because circumstances is not the way I hoped it to be. How come all you triumphant? Are we still? Invited. It's a tough one. I had to sit down and think. But thank God for the Son of the mighty God who's made a way. And I will share with you very quickly what I mean by that. So, here's the question. The, the songwriter says, oh, come to the to view the baby. But that baby today has done the same invitation to come. So there's another invitation that we know that is the invitation of Jesus. So I want you to understand that even though right now we might be feeling we don't meet the criteria for the invitation according to the song, 
But I want to encourage and, and, and encourage you to say that, but we do according to Jesus. And this is what we mean when we say that. So the first thing is, Jesus invites us, oh, come. In Matthew 11, verse 28, he says, come to me, all who are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So he invites us. So there's an invitation. I'm using the same analogy of that of him to see that Jesus does the same. So he says, come, all those who are labor and heavy uh, bird, labor and heavy bird, uh, sorry, who labor and are heavy bird laden, I will give you rest. So you who are tired, he says, come. You are trying to give up and at your tailor's saying, I've just had enough. He says, come. He invites you to come. In Matthew 9, verse 13, he says, but go and learn what, what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. He has come to call us who are sinners. And maybe this morning you are here and saying, listen, this is another year, another Christmas, and another time I'm not saying, listen, you need to make a decision to accept Jesus into your life. And Jesus says that I've come not for the righteous, I've come for the, for the sinners. I've come for you and I who are in sin. And I may add to this, that some of us maybe because of 2020 has had a bad year and the curveballs have come and something has taken us away from the presence of God. Maybe this morning you're sitting here saying, man, I need to respond again to that call, to that invitation to come. Jesus calls us. Jesus invites us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, he says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, and old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So in the invitation that Jesus brings, and in the asking you to come, he has a purpose for that, as to take you from your old nature and turn you into a brand new nature. And then, dare I say, it's not an overnight thing. It's a process. It's transformation. That is why in every nation, we're really strong on the culture of discipleship. Because that's the walk you have to move from the old nature through salvation into a brand new nature. And so Jesus invites us into a new nature. He invites us to become a brand new person. But a brand new what? Yes, a person, but What? What does Jesus help us to become? May I submit the three points to you? The first point I want to submit is that Jesus helps us to become faithful. So in Hebrews 12 verse 2, he says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Faith starts with Jesus. Faith starts and ends with Jesus. He is the perfecter of our faith. So when we come to Jesus and we trust in Jesus and you know that he is the perfecter of our faith, then we become faithful. So through the cross of Calvary, through Jesus, he allows us then to become, you get this now. There's an invitation for those who are faithful, but in Jesus, we can become faithful. On our own understanding, we don't maybe meet the criteria as the song and the hymn writes, but in Jesus, we become faithful because of Jesus. Romans 10 verse 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jesus makes us a new creation. He makes us a brand new creation because he makes us faithful. So even though you might feel in your life, looking at the hymn that you maybe don't feel that you are faithful because of where you are, but in Jesus, because he is faithful and he is the author of faith, that when we trust him, 
that we become faithful. So all of a sudden, wait a minute, now I feel a bit, I'm invited here because in Jesus, I'm faithful. So come all ye faithful. Let's go to the second point. Jesus helps us to become joyful. In 1 Peter 1 verse 8, this is a new international version, says, though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. We don't see the Father, but we believe in him. And because we believe in him, we have this joy. I'm just thinking, one of my favorite um, psalms, where he speaks about um, creating me a clean heart of God. He speaks about restore unto me the joy of your salvation. Restore unto me the joy of once when I made that commitment to have you take the center of my life. And maybe this morning you have not made that call. Again, I want to encourage you that for joy, to understand joy, you need Jesus. Because joy goes beyond your circumstance. That is why James could say, count it all joy, because it's never meant to be moved by what you're going through. It's meant to be moved by the peace you have in Jesus. That no matter what you're going through, you have this peace and you have this joy. I made this little note, the difference between happiness and joy. You see, for happiness, Fabian, you need to depend on happenings. Things need to happen to have happiness. But that happiness also come and go because when that happening is moved on, then happiness is not there anymore because it's gone. But joy depends on Jesus. And this morning, I want to encourage us that no matter what we're going through, count it all joy. And I want to encourage us this morning also because always something, and I say, God, whatever happens in my life, Lord, don't ever take your spirit from me. Let me never get to the point in my life where you're going to come and say, I need to remove you because you're not living even a life that is worthy of having the spirit in you. That happened to David. It cost his friend Nathaniel to come tell him, buddy, where you find yourself, you've got to get out of this thing. That's what David wrote this psalm. He said, take not your Holy Spirit from me, but restore unto me the joy of my salvation. I want to encourage us this morning, no matter what you're going through, trust Jesus to restore the joy. Because joy takes you beyond your circumstances. Joy takes you to the peace that you have, that Jesus is in control, that Jesus is able to carry you through. I got a friend whose mom is currently in hospital. And she's been there now for about a week. And it's been a week ago when they told him that, that even the oxygen is not working. She's positive COVID on the machine. But encouraging, saying, listen, we've got to trust God in this thing. Have your peace in Jesus amidst your circumstances. I don't know what Christmas means to you this morning. I don't know what is planned for the rest of the year for you this morning. But I want to encourage you that have peace. Have joy that only comes through the cross and through Jesus. And then thirdly, remember I said that Jesus calls us, he invites us, he says, come, I will make you a brand new creature. How does he do that? Well, he makes you faithful. He gives you joy, but he also makes you triumphant. Jesus helps us to become triumphant. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, it says, 
Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. He always leads us in triumph. It's always been God's plan for us to live a victory life. Amen. It's always his plan. I'm always thinking, you know, when I relate to God, it was first tough for me, let me be honest, because my relationship with my dad was almost nil. I mean, it wasn't even no relationship, it was a rejection. So, in the beginning, my only way I thought of God was why well, I saw my dad. That was my relationship with God, because I want to tell you, dad, be aware of this, that your child's relationship with God is based on your relationship with your child. That's how they connect firstly, who God is. If you are a person that have enough time for your child, they see God as somebody that don't have time for them. It's very interesting. So I had that relationship with God first. I had to learn to understand who God was and who God is and walk a, a life of victory. And I want to encourage you that even today that he says he invites those who are trying. I'm not saying that you have to walk around all the time. Hey, 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 hey. But know that you are victory. Know that you're walking time because of Jesus. This is the difference. The world don't see your action, the world sees something inside you that makes you different from the world because it's something the way you talk. How can you talk about this in your circle? I don't understand, Lionel. You're going, but how can you talk like that? Because there's something else inside you that the world doesn't understand. And so he gives you triumph. You're walking victory. And so he says that whilst, whilst he changes you, whilst he grows you and makes you a brand new creature, he gives you triumph. He gives you victory. So wait a minute now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now wait a minute. Not, not, something, not something else, you know. Because initially I thought I wasn't on the invitee list because I failed faithfully. I couldn't be joyful all the time. And I couldn't walk in triumph all the time. But all of a sudden I feel, wait a minute, I am actually faithful because Jesus makes me faithful. I'm actually joyful because Jesus <laughs> makes me joyful. I'm actually triumphant because Jesus keeps me triumphant. So now all of a sudden, wait a minute, now I can truly say, oh, come, only faithful, that's me. Oh, come, only joyful, that's me. Oh, come, only triumphant, that's me. And that's you this morning. So I want to encourage you, based on, like I said, I'm not going to talk about the nativity. I'm just going to share what God has showed me in this, in this first line of this hymn, that God is saying to us this morning, don't let the devil rob you to think that you are not worthy. Don't let him rob you and take away the things that Jesus wants to give you. He wants you to walk in triumph. He wants you to walk in, in joy. He wants you to walk faithfully. And when the invitation comes and says, come see this baby, this newborn child, he's saying, come because you are invited. You qualify to come and see this boy. You qualify to enjoy the celebration of this birth because Jesus qualifies you. Because we disqualify ourselves by our own understanding. We think of ourselves and say, well, I don't qualify for this. But Jesus says, I qualify you. Come on. He says, I qualify you. Don't let people take it from you. And I want to encourage you, if you don't know Jesus, to be qualified, you need to start at the cross of Calvary. I want to encourage you this morning, make the decision today to accept Jesus in your life because you then will qualify with everything that he promises to you. Oh, come, holy faithful. Oh, come, holy joyful. Oh, come only triumphant. That is you and I. Come on. That is you and I. Jesus has made it possible for us not to sit and say, it's not me, but say, it is me. And this morning we can celebrate. We can celebrate the birth of this Jesus. Oh, come. Remember I said, 
The song wasn't written the day when Jesus was born. It was inspired by man 1,700 years later. But it was still a story to say, oh, come. And like I said, I had to look at, it's not, oh, come, only faithful, joyful, triumphant, but oh, come, faithful, joyful. And in all those three, through Jesus, through the cross, you can say that I am actually invited. And I'm going to end off here. And maybe the worship team can just join me, if you don't mind. Let me say a few things. Number one, you aren't a loser. You're a winner in Christ. You aren't a victim. You're a victor in Christ. You aren't downtrodden. You're an overcomer through Christ. He qualifies you. The invitation is for you and I to come. Oh, come. So we don't come because we are faithful. Listen carefully. We don't come because we are faithful. We become faithful because we came to Jesus. That's powerful. We don't come because we are joyful. We become joyful because we came to Jesus. We don't come because we are triumphant. We become triumphant because we came to Jesus. There's a line in all of them. Come to Jesus. And if you come to Jesus, stay at the cross. That is where you get the victory over being faithful, the victory over being joyful, and the victory over being triumphant. So yes, I have concluded, Moira, that I'm included in that invitation that we actually through His cross and through our walk with Jesus that we're finding and experiencing this transformation. But maybe this morning there's you that said, look, I've never even made this decision to accept Jesus. Now listen, I, I'm not going to call you to the front because of COVID. I wanted to trust that you and God make that moment decision today. I want to say that sometimes your salvation is based on the good preaching or good worship. But somebody can, can, can share about your grandmother who's been telling you for years, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. Asking you, when are you going to make a decision? Ah, well, not today, man. Maybe there's another time of reading. And maybe this morning God has come and saying to you, listen, there's been someone praying for you. Someone has been speaking to you for a long time about this moment. Maybe this moment is yours. If you don't know Jesus, and if you've gone through so many Christmases, Understanding the importance of the birth of Jesus. But you don't know Jesus. You've never made a decision to accept into your life. This morning, I would encourage you. The invitation to come is right here now. The invitation Jesus makes to come is right here now. If there is you this morning, I want you just to open your heart to Jesus right now. Maybe this morning, you're sitting here and you've made a decision for Jesus, but... You know, things just happen. Sometimes curveball comes from all angles and knock you off that relationship. And sometimes you feel right now that you, you're a child of God, but that joy is not there anymore. That 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 that, 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 home, that want to do things for Christ is not anymore because curveballs have come and it's knocked you on the side and all angles and you feel that there's a big distance between you and God. Remember the time when you got born again that you were on fire. You want to tell everybody about Jesus. Right now, you don't even want to go outside. 
because there's something that has died inside you. This morning, I'm going to say to you that Jesus is the way to restore back to that joy. Jesus is the way to restore back to that be faithful and to be triumphant. This morning, if that's you, also speak to Jesus right now. Make this your moment to say, Father, I'm coming back. You see, if there's a distance between you and God, guess who moved? If you are feeling now you should be far from God because of circumstances, I want to tell you, guess who moved? It's not God. It is us that move away. I want to encourage you. Here's the thing. You might think that you're far from God, but when you turn around, it's right there. So take this moment, child of God, to ask God to come and restore in your life this Christmas time. It's been a tough year. So if that's you this morning, I want you to open your heart to God and say, Lord, I want to, I want to come back to you. I, I want to come back and be restored. I want that fire. I want that revival again in my life that I had before God. I want that. I need that. Right now in my circumstance, I need that. If that is you this morning, I want you to open your heart this morning. I want to pray. And, and if it's you, just trust God. And if you want to just speak to me or to the leaders that's here, before you leave, say, listen, I made a commitment for Jesus. We would love to walk with you. We'd love to disciple you. Even if you're a child of God and you said, I've, I've just blown it. I've blown it. I want to come back. We want to walk with you. Your life is precious. So let us pray. Let us you just open your hearts to Jesus right now. Father, we just come before you this morning and we, we want to thank you, God, for your presence and your grace. And Father, even these in our lives this morning that we realize, Lord, that we need you now more than ever. Father, whether it's the first time we're making this commitment, or whether it's a recommitment this morning. Father, we want to be faithful. We want to experience your joy. And also, Father, we want to be triumphant in our circumstances. Father, I pray for each one this morning who's opening their hearts to you right now. Father, if you ever open your hearts for a first-time commitment in the name of Jesus, Father, give them the assurance this morning that when they make this commitment that you are their Father, that they are forgiven. They are forgiven, my God. Let them know this this morning. Let them know that everything they've done, Lord God, that the cross and the blood has flowed, Father, and has cleansed them this morning. Father, for those who have opened their hearts this morning and saying, Lord, I am so far from you this morning. I want to come back this morning. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, Father, that you will touch their lives right now. In Jesus' name, Father, touch them, Lord. Touch them as they open their hearts. As they open their hearts this morning, I pray, God, that you will touch them in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, right now, that you will move right now. Let this be a different Christmas because you are here this morning and you put out the invitation and that you are touching their lives this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord, Father. Jesus' name. Father, I, I just bring I bring families here this morning, Lord. I, I just bless my heart that some of us has lost loved ones this morning, this year. And there can be a lot of firsts, first Christmases without them. I pray, Spirit, that you will touch lives of those who have lost loved ones and those who are praying for their loved ones who are in a situation of life or death, Lord. We pray that your hand of peace and comfort will be with those. But also, Father, I pray for healing in the lives of those who are still breathing. We command healing in the name of Jesus. We command that body to restore. Everyone that you're thinking of right now, just trust God. Command healing to come into that body in the name of Jesus. The church of God say, Amen.